Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host Leslie Sullivan. Today is episode 184 and we are going to take a look at these super fun sites located in the state of Virginia. So first of all, I'm going to list off um the counties or the cities where these are located. Then I'm going to list off the ones that are current active, next the ones that are being proposed being added to the list. And then lastly, we will discuss the ones that have been deleted from the list. So they should not be a problem anymore. So in terms of counties or cities because these are kind of messed up a little bit in terms of this list, I try to clean up a little bit, but it's a little funky. So the city of Portsmouth, if that's how you pronounce it, Westmoreland, city of Portsmouth, Warren County, Buckingham County, Chesterfield County, York County, Culpeper County, Chesterfield County, Roanoke County, Pittsylvania County, City of Suffolk, City of Newport. This next one I can't really pronounce. I think it's Abelmarle, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's a county. Hanover County, Lou Down County, uh, Allegheny County, Spotsylvania County. If that's even real, that one sounds a little bizarre because they have, they have Pittsylvania, not Pennsylvania, but Pittsylvania County, then Spotsylvania County. So some of this stuff, it sounds a little weird to me. Next one is City of Hampton. Roanoke County, then we have City of Virginia Beach. Let's see, York County, City of Norfolk, City of Portsmouth, York County, City of Portsmouth, Henrico County, Frederick County, Smith County, City of Suffolk, City of Chesapeake, City of Suffolk, and Nelson County. So, if I have listed off a county or city multiple times, that means that they have multiple super fun sites there. So that's why these tend to get really serious really quick because it's important to know where these toxic hazardous super fun sites are located because you know these very well you know these very well could be located in someone's backyard or in your community so it's important to know where these are located. So let's go ahead and take a look at the ones that are current and active and an issue. So the first one is Abex Corporation. It's located in the city of Portsmouth. It was added to the list in 1990. Next one is Arrowhead Associates Scoville Corporation. It's located in Westmoreland County and was added to the list in 1990. Next one is Atlantic Wood Industries Incorporated. It's located in the city of Portsmouth and was added to the list in 1990. Next one is Avtex Fibers Incorporated. It's located in Warren County and was added to the list in 1986. Next one is Buckingham County Landfill. Again, landfills tend to be really bad for some stupid reason. This one's located in Buckingham County. and was added to the list in 1989. Next one is C&R Battery Company Incorporated. It's located in Chesterfield County and was added to the list in 1987. Next one is Chisholm Creek. It's located in York County and was added to the list in 1983. Next one is Culpeper Wood Preservers Incorporated. It's located in Culpeper County and was added to the list in 1989. Next one is Defense General Supply Center DLA. It's located in Chesterfield County. It was added to the list in 1987. The next one is First Piedmont Rock Quarry Route 719, big old long title. It's located in Pittsylvania County. Sounds a little bizarre. Um this one it doesn't give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still current and active. Next one is former Nans, I think it's Nansmond, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's located in the city of Suffolk. It does not give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still current and active and a problem. The next one is Fort Eustis, and this one was caused by the United States Army. 
This one is located in the city of Newport. It doesn't give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still a problem, still an issue. Next one is Greenwood Chemical Company. I don't have an area of where this one is, but it was added to the list in 1987. The next one is H&H Incorporated. It is a burn pit, not good. It's located in Hanover County. It does not give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still current and active. The next one is Hidden Lane Landfill. I don't have a location or a date of where this one is, but it is still current and active and a problem. Next one is Kim Stand Landfill. Again, landfills tend to be really bad for some stupid reason. I don't have a location on that landfill, but I do know it was added to the list in 1999. Next one is LA Clark and Son. Uh, that is a super fun site. It's located in Spotsylvania County. Sounds fake, who knows? These county names are a little strange. I don't have a date of when the, this one was added to the list, but it is current and active and a problem. Let's see. The next one is Langley Air Force Base, NASA Langley Research Center. It's located in the city of Hampton and was added to the list in 1994. The next one is Marine Corps Combat Development Command. It doesn't give me a location and it doesn't tell me a year it was added to the list, but it is current and active and still a problem. The next one is Naval Amphibious, I think that's how you pronounce that, Base Little Creek. It's located in the city of Virginia Beach. Let's see here. It doesn't give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still a problem. Next one is Naval Surface Warfare Center, Dahlgren Division. It doesn't give me a location, but it was added to the list in 1992, so it is still current and active. Next one is Naval Weapons Station Yorktown. It's located in the county of York. It was added to the list in 1992. The next one is Norfolk Naval Base Sewell's Point Naval Complex. It's in the city of uh, Norfolk. It doesn't give me a date of when this one was added to the list, but it is current and active. The next one is Norfolk Naval Shipyard. It's in the city of Portsmouth or Portsmouth, however you pronounce that word. It doesn't give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is current and active. The next one is NWS Yorktown uh, Cheatham Annex. It's located in the county of York. I don't have a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still a problem. The next one is Peck Iron and Metal. It's located in the city of Portsmouth. Let's see here. The date it was added to the list is in 2009. The next one that is current and active is I think it's Rentokill Incorporated Virginia Wood Preserving Division. This one is located in the county of Henrico. It was added to the list in 1989. The next one is Saltville Waste Disposal Ponds. It's located in Smith County. It doesn't give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is current. It is a problem and it is a active Superfund site. The next one is Saunders Supply Company. Let's see here. It's in the city of Suffolk, and it doesn't give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is still a problem, so that's not good. The next one is St. Julian's Creek Annex and this one was caused by the United States Navy. This one is located in the city of Chesapeake and it was added to the list in the year 2000. The next and last one that is current and active is US Titanium. It is located in the county of Nelson. It does not give me a date of when it was added to the list, but it is a problem. It is current, it is active and has not been cleaned up. Okay, so next we're going to go over the ones that have been deleted because I don't see any as of yet that are being proposed to being added to the list. So that's good. 
Um, at least they don't have any that are sitting in limbo on the proposed list because sometimes they can sit there for decades and nothing ever happens. So the first one that has been deleted and it's good to go is Dixie Caverns County Landfill. It was located in the county of Roanoke. It was added to the list in 1989 and was cleaned up and deleted from the list in the year 2001. Let's see the next one that is cleaned up and good to go is Matthews Electroplating. It was located in the county of Roanoke. It was added to the list in 1983 and cleaned up and good to go as of 1989, so that's good. The next one that is cleaned up and good to go is Reinhardt Tire Fire Dump. It was located in the county of Frederick. It was added to the list in 1986 and was taken off the list in the year 2005. The next and last one that has been deleted is Suffolk City Landfill. It was located in the county of or the city of Suffolk, excuse me. It was added to the list in 1990 and then it was cleaned up and good to go as of 1995. So not too bad there. They still have some to clean up. Hopefully they can get those done as quickly as possible. And it just seems like they've they've got some issues here in terms of location and also when these became a problem. So there were quite a few that they don't list the date of when um of when they were identified as being a superfund site. They also don't list the date of when they were proposed to being added to the list uh, uh via the EPA. And they also don't they they don't put on there if they have been deleted or if there's partial deletion. Now some superfund sites and I don't list off the ones that are partial deletion if they are not completely deleted if they are not completely cleaned up I do not list them off as you know good to go and cleaned up or whatever because if it's only a partial clean up then then that means that it still has an issue it still has a problem so whenever I see something that is just a partial clean up To me that stays on the list where it is still current and active, it needs to be addressed, it needs to be cleaned up and it's still a problem. I do not put them on the deleted list or at least I don't list them as deleted unless they are completely cleaned up and good to go and from what I can tell from the research they are not a problem. Now if ever it says that they are redeveloped and things of that nature and they were not cleaned up and good to go before the EPA sold off the property then I list that as hey that's a problem because we should not be selling off land that is contaminated I think that's wrong it's unethical I mean I'm pretty sure it's illegal and I know for sure that is immoral because I guarantee you the people that work for the EPA and are selling off this land to redevelop it but yet it's not safe or sanitary I guarantee you they would not want to live on that land So that's why on this show we say it like it is we call a spade a spade and as we say also you know the proof is in the pudding. So we want to make sure that everything that we talk about is as accurate as it can be. So needless to say whenever I'm looking at these lists and sometimes they're really long, they're very detailed and they're very I guess um very um disorganized <laughs> to a certain extent uh, because you're dealing with the federal government and the EPA in terms of these lists. I'm trying to make sure that it is as accurate as possible whenever I am discussing these on my podcast and I'm making sure to list these in a way that is appropriate to properly convey the truth because just because the EPA says that something has been cleaned up that doesn't always mean that's true because as we've seen in times past some of these sites were just redeveloped and sold off before they were completely cleaned up 
So then whoever steps onto that property, whether it's an owner or a business owner or a client or a customer, they are being exposed to whatever is a problem on that property. So that's why I'm very cautious about what I read off. And again, like if I if I'm not sure about the name, then I just say, "Hey, I'm not sure how to pronounce this or I'm not sure if this is completely true or if this is you know, if something sounds odd, I just say, "Hey, this sounds odd." You know, until I can verify, I'm like, "Hey, this is odd." But then again, you know, I'm just like anybody else. I don't know everything on the planet and I don't know every name or county um in the United States because there's so many, but I will say this. You know, sometimes the these names and where these locations are, sometimes I question them. And the reason why I question them is because sometimes I'm not sure the EPA or some companies want people to know where the mistakes happened. And I'm not saying that as like a, a, a conspiracy theory because I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I think you just say it like it is and you move on and you address the problem. But what I've noticed is that some of these sites they sound funky. And if it sounds odd to me, then that means a red flag is going up in my brain saying, "Hey, something's a little off about this." So sometimes I wonder, okay, do we really have all the data on these sites? Because sometimes I wonder about it. Um, Vanessa say the funky ones later in time I will circle back to those and if I find anything that is bizarre or doesn't make sense I will do a podcast on those and say hey this location or this super fun site said it was located within this proximity or or within this county line but it's actually not so that's why sometimes whenever I'm reading through these lists like yes I'm I'm reading off a list but sometimes You know, I have a bad habit of uh of saying or speaking what I'm thinking like I don't have a filter. You <laughs> know, I just don't. I've been like that ever since I was a child and it was way worse when I was younger. I mean, it was, it was way worse. Like I was I was told that I was super blunt as a little girl. I was like, I'm not being blunt. I'm just telling you what I think. And I guess that's not what people want to hear to a certain extent. Um but I say who cares because we have freedom of speech in this country. But anyway, sometimes when I'm reading off these lists, Sometimes like things will come up in my mind and I'm like okay that sounds really odd and bizarre about that. And but yeah I'll move on with the list but you know there's kind of like a ticket tape of of oddities. And so whenever I'm done with the podcast I I go back and I make a list or I research things and I look at the ones that struck me as odd as we were going through the list. So that's why sometimes I'm like wait a second that sounds weird. That's because I'm just talking as I'm thinking or reading and I I tend to just say it as I'm thinking it <laughs> so I don't have a filter. So that's why sometimes my podcast that's why sometimes they sound like that just because I very rarely stop and think about something because um I that's just not how my brain is. My brain um it very much runs like a ticket tape. It very much runs very quickly with data. It's kind of like you know if you remember that movie The Matrix You know, it has all those data and all those numbers just flowing everywhere. Sometimes that's what my brain feels like whenever I'm reading or analyzing a list. You know, like for example, you know, if ever, you know, I am to meet somebody, you know, they'll be talking, and as they're talking, my brain will pick up on different words of their sentences, and it will start to memorize and categorize different things as this person is speaking to me. That's just how my brain works. Sometimes it irritates me, but I've learned to get over that and just. be appreciative of the gifts that God gives us even if I don't always understand how God made me. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to make it through this world just like anybody else, but I have learned that you know, sometimes the things that irritate us about ourselves are actually our God-given talents. 
So I've learned to embrace the things that that used to frustrate me about myself and um how I would um or how my brain would interpret data and then how I would speak to people. And I've just learned to be who God has made me to be and just go with that. Um and I know that may sound kind of odd to say that on a podcast about the endurance of labor laws. Um but I've learned over the years it's better to be yourself. and just let the chips fall where they land. But just FYI, that's why sometimes when I'm reading off these lists, like it's like a a ticket tape or a Rolodex of data is developing in my brain as we're talking about things to look into and that's why we have so many episodes. Um like we're getting close to um the episode 200, which is a milestone for this podcast. I think this is great. So, it's one of those things that I started this podcast um not really thinking that hardly anyone would listen to it. I did I thought it would just be a few people to be honest. I thought it would only be people locally here in Oklahoma, but this podcast I think if I remember correctly has been heard in over 25 or 26 countries. I'd have to count it up. It's quite a few, maybe in the 30s now in terms of countries that that have listened in. But I'm just amazed at that. And I just think it's it's such a wonderful thing to see all you guys online and on these podcasts and also check out our YouTube channel like more and more people are listening in on our YouTube channel and communicating to us or or with us through the YouTube channel. I think that's a great thing because I was not expecting that. And even if the comment is snippy and someone did leave a snippy comment, you know, it's just water rolling off a duck's back. And I will say this, you know, way back in the day, I would say in my early 20s or my mid 20s I would have been totally offended at any kind of snide comment because I I was very um I was easily offended I'll just say it and um I think it's a horrible way to live to be easily offended um but it's one of those things I can tell that I've grown in maturity and I've grown in my expertise I've grown in my career because I'm not offended hardly at all by what people say about things like that Um you know basically the only way you could offend me is to tell me my cat is ugly and and you know hence I don't bring family photos to work. <laughs> so um so those things that um I I run a pretty tight ship in terms of having a private life and things like that. So I make work about work, I make family about family. I don't cross those two things over. I just don't do that because I think that leads to a lot of stress. But needless to say Um this has been a very interesting podcast and we will continue on for sure we are getting closer and closer um to our next mile mark which is our 200th episode which is absolutely awesome and so in the, in the next podcast we will discuss the super fun sites located in the state of Washington and I think this is really interesting to to look into all the different super fun sites that are located in the different states and territories within the United States because You know, you know there are some states that you know when I think about them it you know I think about them as being you know environmentally sound and they're beautiful and just untouched by anything and they come to find out when you actually look into it some of these states have just as many problems as your state if not worse. So that's why some of these things kind of shock me. I'm just like, "Oh wow, learning something new, that's for sure." Um but I will go ahead and end this podcast but as usual until next time I pray that you're happy, healthy and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.
Thank you. 